0: You want to bet like the Not for the Bay podcast? Go sign up with BetUS Sportsbook, where you can get in the game. Provides multiple sports, online casino, and live betting. Has easy deposits, fast payouts. So sign up today using promo code NFD to receive 125% in bonuses. BetUS. Bet wherever, whenever. Coming up on the Not for the Bay podcast, we will wrap up NFL week two. Uh, Sunday Sunday's games getting into the Dallas Cowboys victory over the Cincinnati Bengals the Miami Dolphins victory over the Baltimore Ravens uh, and also the the situation that happened between the Arizona Cardinals and the Las Vegas Raiders so it's going to be another action-packed episode as usual but you know how we start this thing off uh, with silent L getting us right
1: No love lost, i just move how I move Jock for position, I fight in the with two Whoa, I got these niggas rattled, got these bitches so loose Tell them on the tone while she blowin' my flute I got biggie dreams, give me, give me the loot Don't love. put no selling on me, I'ma shoot through the roof Every day I wake up, I'm trying to blow it yeah. down Speakers knocking we here And while I move through the town I discover what it's like to say, fuck it You can look me in my eyes and you know I'm up to sub Took a little minute, but I like who I'm becoming yeah. Alright, it is now 1118
0: Eastern Time, Sunday evening You know, these are one of the situations where I feel like Be living on the West Coast, I would definitely benefit where it would be what Seven o'clock right now. We be we be energized recording the pod. It's almost eleven thirty at night. Knowing that I gotta go go to work at tomorrow morning. A lot of things to get into. Um, deepest apologies. Obviously, last week uh, we kind of like had a moment of absence. I believe it was right before the Thursday night game, and then we didn't end up recording for the the spreads for the remainder of the week one games deepest apologies we're going through a transition period right now um hopefully we can we can get this thing on a consistent basis uh, moving forward but uh, for those that's watching the youth that were watching on the youtube version um we're gonna we're gonna postpone that for right now so you're just gonna have to go bear with us and you're going to be have to tune in on the on the actual podcasts on on spotify and apple podcasts moving forward until until further notice but week two uh we're going to go ahead and uh, jump into a couple of these games first things first uh if you haven't already go ahead and hit that like button uh, subscribe button most definitely share follow us on our social media pages twitter instagram and our twitter page oh I said twitter twice uh but um also, be sure to go ahead and um, click the link in the description for Bet Us, where you can receive over 125% in bonuses. And I believe that's a good place to start uh, this week for me. Um, another blown ticket, I guess. Uh, I was, I was, it's, I tell you, I believe in the in the first 2 weeks it has been it has been very very difficult to predict how these things were going to go. I believe as we get as we go towards the maybe the 5th 6th week we could actually see who are who are contenders and who are pretenders uh but just going over some of the some of the some of the games that i had on my ticket i was i had the uh the miami dolphins over the over the baltimore ravens which was uh three and a half obviously that was dead they end up uh went oh no they got that one excuse me they got one that one um, i took the cleveland browns over the new york jets that was seven points the jets end up taking it over uh the the cleveland browns so they covered which i got that um the Washington Commanders and the Detroit Lions. I took the Washington Commanders. Uh, that's that. That could have went either way. It. I, I felt like there. They, they were the Detroit Lions. They were on a rise last week when they ended up facing the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, they was able to manage scoring over thirty points. So I felt like it was only. It was only a matter of time for the Detroit Lions to break through that. That threshold of being able to, to win football games it didn't actually happen this week versus the Washington Commanders. Uh, the surprise game for me, well, it was a couple of surprise games, but one of them is the Indianapolis Colts versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. Clearly, I took the Indianapolis Colts and the three points. Um, the Jaguars, hey, I, I felt like I don't understand why I didn't take the Jaguars because I feel like the well I know the Jaguars coming into the season were going to be one of my sleeper teams and 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 Trevor Trevor Lawrence is is having a, a pretty good start to his sophomore season uh, we just want to go ahead and just scrape that that freshman season under the rug with the whole Urban Meyer situation but the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I, I took the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Brady gets his first dub versus the New Orleans Saints uh, since he's been a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. And the Pittsburgh Steelers. I took the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the the New England Patriots. That that didn't turn out too well. So another blown ticket. Um, better luck next week. Uh, I, I haven't really been doing. I haven't really been doing any prop bets lately because I feel like I've like having like no success. I believe it was last week. I had the first the fir- the first player to get a touchdown. I I had Julio Jones for the Sunday night game last week, and he had two big plays. They were, I believe they were, they were both forty plus yarders, and one he ended up catching, and then the second one he ended up dropping, and then the first touchdown ended up going to Mike Evans. I believe I put down like what ten dollars. It was plus one one thousand, if I'm not mistaken, and. I think the payout was going to be—I want to say like five hundred dollars for ten dollars. So it wasn't—it wasn't really that bad. If we're being honest, it wasn't that bad. Uh, but I guess we can go ahead and 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 we can start this pod off. Well, it's a lot. It was a lot. I guess the the main theme of NFL Week Two. I'll say before we even start the pod, as far as some of these games is fourth quarter comebacks. And I believe it was like, what, maybe five, five games, if I'm not mistaken, that had a fourth, a fourth quarter comeback. One, two, three, four. Yeah. So five, five games that have fourth quarter comeback, but we're going to go ahead and start off with a Sunday night game uh, with the Chicago bears at the green Bay Packers. Now last week, the green Bay Packers, they were dysfunctional to say the least, uh, Aaron Rodgers didn't have a good game. Couple of turnovers for the Green Bay Packers versus the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings dominated them last week. Um, this week, the Green Bay Packers still had a little bit of dysfunction going on with their with their team. But it was a little bit more efficient for Aaron Rodgers, 90 for 25, 234 yards, two touchdowns. Aaron Jones was able to get get it going on the ground with 15 carries, 132 yards. I'm assuming he was very upset with his amount of touches that he had last week. I believe he had like eight. And A.J. Dillon was getting involved. The receivers, the receivers for the Green Bay Packers were getting involved. Sammy Watkins, Randall Cobb, Alan Lazard, Tanyan, like – we're trying We're like the green Bay Packers are trying to make it work. But honestly, when I look at the Packers, I feel like they're just going to have to go, they're just going to have to do something a little bit old school and just go back to just running the football and have, and have the, these receivers to benefit from the play action, which by the way, Aaron Rodgers is phenomenal at the play action. Like I don't feel like, I feel like nobody else can do the play action better than, than Aaron Rodgers. Like he sells it perfectly. Uh, but, yeah with the with the with the lack of talent at the wide receiver position i feel like we're they're gonna have to do it on the ground with aaron jones and and a.j dillon that the 2 punch i feel like that's 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 gonna be pivotal moving forward for the green bay packers this season like there there's yet to be a guy that's a step up to be the guy like sammy Watkins had a pretty decent game with three catches and 93 yards but we need a little bit more from these guys um it's we uh, time will tell who's going to who's going to step up and make a play uh, for the Green Bay Packers. Now, defensively, I was a little bit of concern because David Montgomery was able to go off a little bit versus the the Green Bay Packers. He had 15 carries for one hundred and twenty two yards. But that's David Montgomery. He's a hell of a running back, He's able to get things done. Looking at the also looking at the Chicago Bears, still the same questions, their inability to protect Justin Fields. Is is is, is 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 going is 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 gonna be a problem for the remainder of the season um seven for eleven for seventy yards and he threw an interception at the end of the at the end of the game towards the end of the game and also there was a situation in the fourth quarter where they was able to cut the cut the game down to a to a three point game excuse me seven point game cut the game down to a seven point game uh where they they was it was in a situation where it was a fourth and it was a fourth and one and they ran a quarterback draw. And I felt like that was a little bit questionable considering the fact that you was at the one yard line, you in the shotgun, you ran a draw. That's a little questionable, maybe a quarterback sneak. That would have been the more appropriate play for the Chicago bears to run. But they, unfortunately the green Bay Packers was able to make a stop and, that was probably the turning point of the game for for the Chicago Bears. But again, when I look at the Chicago Bears offensive line, is an issue. Like they gotta be able to protect Justin Fields moving forward. Also, the weapons. The weapons is a big issue. Like I I really they have they have Ahmad St. Brown's brother, uh, Equimus St. Brown, two catches. Um, Cole Komet didn't have any catches like we, we got to Darnell Moody had one catch for minus four yards so we somehow we got to get these guys involved or possibly even adding another guy for to help out Justin Fields because he's a sitting duck back there in the pocket he can't hold on to the ball as long as he's as long as he can for him for, him, for his receivers to get open they got to do something with that receiving core for them to be able to have be productive this season. Now, defensively for the Chicago Bears, I like the front four is, is 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 phenomenal. I like, I really like uh, Robert Quinn. Been following his career since he's been with the Rams. Um, he ended up having a sack. Uh, the emergence of Travis Gibson, which I felt like last year he that was his that was his that was he came out last year where he can be a starter in this league. He ended up having two sacks too as well. Um, the secondary is still young. Um, Time will tell with those guys, but I, f- I like the defense, where they're going defensively with the Chicago Bears. But the offense, it definitely needs, it's lacking some playmakers, and the prote- pass protection is not there. But it was a good win. It was a good win for the Green Bay Packers, especially off of, coming off of last week, where it was a lot of dysfunction uh, versus the Minnesota Vikings. Um, and Aaron Rodgers continues continues to back it up. The big thing going into this game was Aaron Rodgers. The quote from last year, owning the Chicago Bears, he still owns some National stage, Sunday Night Football, he gets the job done. Um, I like I really enjoy watching Aaron Rodgers play. Like it's not me just being being biased or anything. It's just the way he just throws the football uh, from the different arm angles, he just flicks it side any any different any different arm angles he has, he just flicks it, and like I said, back to me talking about the his ability with the play action is just amazing how he's just able to just sell it so well um it's it's definitely a sight to see, so I'm looking forward to next week where they go up against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers like those are always great matchups. Um, I believe last time they faced off, Aaron Rodgers didn't have a good game in the regular season. I think he did like three picks or something like that. So I'm a little bit concerned for them, definitely, because considering the fact the receiving core is definitely not there for them right now. Uh, But we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll definitely see. So I don't know what is going on with NFL Sunday Ticket. But it is it has been having like serious issues like I'm trying to reactivate my account. And it will not let me choose my package. So last week, unfortunately, I was subjected to watching the Washington Commanders versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I f- and I was watching the Baltimore Ravens. I can't think off the top of my head. the Jets. I think they was playing the Jets uh, and I was subjected to watch that game. So luckily this week and end up being in my favor for the Baltimore Ravens because they end up facing off against the Miami Dolphins at home. And the Dolphins came into this game as the underdogs. And I got to say, I, I picked them. I, I picked the Miami Dolphins. I was a little bit uncertain, still uncertain. But I guess we could start this thing off by saying two of the quarterbacks in this game I have been extremely critical about Tua Viola, his issue with throwing the ball consistently throwing it down the field being able to carry a team on his back that has always been the question for me and with Lamar Jackson wasn't ever not necessarily the issue not necessarily the issue in the regular season it was how are you going to be able to Adapt to what defenses throw at you in the postseason. But getting into the game. The Baltimore Ravens and Lamar Jackson did a phenomenal job in the first half. They scored, what, 28 28 points in the first half to the Miami Dolphins' seven. And I'm not going to lie to you. I was thinking to my – I was about to pull the plug. Like I was literally about to be on a flat line. I was like, man, this is looking a little bit too much like this 2019 game where Lamar Jackson lit him up for like 56 points or something like that. But today, Lamar Jackson threw for uh, was 21 for 29, threw for over 300 yards and three touchdowns and no picks and also rushed, uh, for, had nine carries and 119 yards and a touchdown. So Lamar Jackson had a, a pretty phenomenal game uh, today versus the Miami Dolphins. Also, Rashad Bateman with the four catches, 104 yards, and not, uh, Mark Andrews with the nine catches in 104. So they they was they was literally clicking. They was they was really clicking. Now, one thing. With the Baltimore Ravens, because they end up losing the final score of 42 to 38, is what in the world were they doing in the second half? Because, like I said, I was about to pull the plug and. We was going into the second half. The Miami Dolphins only scored one touchdown in the third quarter. And the Baltimore Ravens, they scored a touchdown in the third quarter. It was that long run by Lamar Jackson. That Right at that point, I was like, yep, I'm done with this. And um, you turn your head for a second. And then the Miami Dolphins just put on a, put on an explosion in the fourth quarter where they score over 28 points. They score over 28 points. And it starts off with the one bomb to to Tyreek Hill, and then it goes it goes to another bomb to Tyreek Hill, and then like we we have a ball game. So, it, it literally, it's 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 what were the Baltimore Ravens defense thinking at this point? You have two of the best, the fastest receivers in the league, and Tyreek Hill and, and Jalen Waddle. I don't know if it was a blown assignment in the secondary for. In the secondary for the Baltimore Ravens, but somebody needs to be held accountable for the reason why we let Tyreek Hill go down the field two times on back-to-back drives, where he ended up having two big touchdowns. Now, I was going to say earlier, before before he went down the field and had them two big plays, I was going to say he was uh, Tyreek Hill was definitely missing Kansas City because of the fact that they were they were up multiple times in the first half. Where Tyreek Hill was running wide open down the field and he was like, Yep, Patrick Mahomes would've definitely hit me. And but also going into that as well, them hits are gonna start taking the toll on, on, on Tyreek Hill. Like I, I feel like he took a lot of shots by the Baltimore Ravens during the course of this game. And uh it's 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 it's, it's gonna it's gonna rack up as we as we go towards the Drive further on into the season, but looking at the Dolphins, I gotta say I gotta give two a credit today. I'm gonna give two a credit today because at the beginning it didn't look too good for him with the two interceptions. They were two boneheaded interceptions. One he just forced, uh, forced, tried to force it to Tyreek Hill, and then they end up having a a tip drill where they end up having the, the Baltimore Ravens end up having the interception. In the first half, by uh, by Marcus Williams, excuse me. Or in the first quarter, and then the second one, going towards halftime, he ended up launching one deep to Tyreek, I believe, again, and ended up being an interception. Which I felt like that would have been a nice that would have been a nice way to go into halftime, and the Dolphins would have been able to put up fourteen points to the twenty-eight of the Baltimore Ravens to be down by two possessions. Now Tua 36 for 50, 469 yards, six touchdowns. And like I said, we just talked about the two interceptions. Two big contributors, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, both had 11 catches, had all, all over 150 yards a piece and two touchdowns a piece. Like, they came. They literally came to play today, and also with Mike Kosicki's minimal, minimal, minimal playing time, he took advantage of every opportunity. He had a nice touchdown in the back of the end zone, uh, towards the end, towards the end of the third quarter, where it's like the Dolphins definitely do have some weapons. It's, it all just comes down to what Tua, is, what Tua does, and this game, Tua showed me that. He can he can play on that level. We'll see as the season progresses, but he can definitely play on that level. And 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 again, it's every time the ball went more than twenty yards, it was a cringe moment for me because I'm like, yo, like this this don't look too good because like literally I'm I'm concerned that he's gonna throw an interception. Uh but again. We we going we gon give praise. We're gonna give praise with credit where credit is due. Tua played a good game. Took care of the Baltimore Ravens, which it's been I think it was I forgot what the statistic was for the Miami Dolphins to beat the Baltimore Ravens at home, but it's been a long time. It's literally been a long time. So Mike McDaniel, the new head coach for the Miami Dolphins, two and zero now. Let's let's go ahead and keep this thing let's go ahead and keep this thing going. Again, I'm I'm subjected to watching whatever they show on national television, which I'm still I'm still having a hard time understanding why they end up showing the Dallas Cowboys, Excuse me, the Cincinnati Bengals at the Dallas Cowboys. No, Dak Prescott. What's there to be excited about Cooper Rush? Really? So. Like, clearly, the Cincinnati Bengals were were the favorite. I believe it was plus 10. It was, it was literally plus 10. Like it was almost impossible for the Cincinnati Bengals not to win this game. And one of the things that I seem to notice about the Cincinnati Bengals, Joe Burrow in particular is the fact that he has games where he has that. He brings out Mr. Hyde. And when I mean by Mr. Hyde, I remember this game like it was yesterday versus the Chicago bears last year. He threw three interceptions Might have been four through three interceptions and literally cost the Cincinnati Bengals this game. Now, in this particular situation for the Cincinnati Bengals, I felt like they took the, 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 the Dallas Cowboys a little bit too lightly. And they were just like, "Okay, no Dak Prescott. Who is Cooper Rush? Like we can we got this. We got this now. Cooper Rush. 19 for 31, 235 yards. Didn't play bad. There were a couple of throws in the fourth quarter where I just felt like he was trying to just give the game away to the Bengals. But Cooper Rush didn't play bad. Now, with the Dallas Cowboys now, because I I, I wrote them off. As soon as I found out about thumb injury to Dak, I wrote them off. I was like, oh, oh, Washington. Excuse me. Washington and Philly. And you could throw the Giants in there too because they actually doing some good things. It's looking like a three man race, but now I'm I'm not so sure now. Them 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 coming in and beating the AFC champions, the Cincinnati Bengals. Dallas looks like they have a lot more fight left. But it's going to be key for the Dallas Cowboys moving forward. They're going to have to they're going to have to run the football and set up the play action. We still We're still looking for that guy, that other guy to step up and and, and take over for the Dallas Cowboys outside of C.D. Lamb. And this is one of those situations. Uh, We had this conversation last week with a buddy of mine about the Dallas Cowboys receiving core. They should have never got rid of Amari Cooper because we didn't know if C.D. Lamb was ready to step up and be the guy. It's almost similar to what happened with the Pittsburgh Steelers and Juju Smith-Schuster with Antonio Brown. Today, C.D. has seven catches for 75 yards. It doesn't help him, the fact that you don't have your, your, your top guy and your quarterback out there throwing you the football. You got you to gotta make it work with, with, with Cooper Rush. But the Dallas Cowboys came on and got the dub, and I feel like just looking at the Bengals, defensively, I don't really feel like they're that good. Like, they don't have nobody like really like, oh, that person scares me on defense. Outside of Jesse Bates in the secondary, that's really the only person I can really think of. Like, Luke Wilson, he's on his way. DJ, DJ Reader, he's all right. Trey Hendrickson, he's, he's, he's okay. But we, like, they really don't have that one guy where you be like, oh, yeah, I got to look out for that guy. And this game, the Cincinnati Bengals are having a tough time protecting, protecting, Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow, where he ended up getting sacked like six times. Um, they got a lot. They got a lot of things to work on. Like they're starting off the season zero and two. Like they had the game in the bag against Cincinnati, second against Pittsburgh, which I felt like they should have won that game, even though they were down in the beginning of that game. Um, they got. They got a lot of things to to. to to think about. Like no teams are not gonna take you lightly now because of you been in the dark ages for I don't know what the last six or six five or six years. Like they know you went to the Super Bowl last year, you gotta come out and you gotta play like champions. You can't just be like oh all nonchalant in the first half and then try to turn it up in the second half. Like you gotta you gotta come out with a Tyson punch early to let make sure that, to let them know that you're there. And that's what I'm going to expect with the Cincinnati Bengals moving forward. Now, am I going to bet on them? No, not not until you prove me wrong because you're killing me. You're literally killing me. Like you had it on a silver platter with the Dallas Cowboys. No Dak Prescott, no Tyron Smith. The Dallas Cowboys are literally, they basically, they basically are, are are almost are drowning right now. They were literally drowning before this game. All you had to do was just take them out their misery, and they failed to they failed to deliver on such an easy, an easy game where I felt like the Cincinnati Bengals should have had this one in the bag for sure. Uh, last game I want to discuss before we end up closing this thing out was the Raiders, the Raiders and the Cardinals and here's the thing with 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 Arizona i i don't like their offense i've never liked their offense i feel like their offense is, is a lot is a lot of is a lot of improv, improv improvisation with kyler murray and they somewhat somehow they get it done now in the first half of this game the las vegas raiders were able to get Relentless amount of pressure on the quarterback in Kyler Murray. In the second half, that it was like almost non-existent. Like when you take a look at the box score, the Arizona Cardinals were literally held scoreless in the first half. The the Raiders they end up scoring twenty points in the first half, and then we go on into the the second half. It's the total opposite. The well, the Raiders only score put up three points. The The Arizona Cardinals put up 16 unanswered points and they end up having a drive towards the end of the fourth quarter where a penalty was called where they end up having another another four downs to get the ball in the end zone. And then A.J. Green ended up getting that. It was a dagger thrown by Kyler right in the middle of the end zone where he ends up catching a touchdown. And then they end up getting the two point conversion, end up tying the ball game up, and they end up going into overtime. Arizona, excuse me, yeah, Arizona in that in that in that in that overtime period, they went. They end up having to punt the ball back to the excuse, ball back to the. Excuse me. No, they went for it on fourth down. I'm sorry. Went for it on fourth down, didn't get it. And then they put the Raiders in somewhat decent field position where it looked like the Raiders were going to be able to drive it down the field. They had two back to back. It was two back to back plays, if I'm not mistaken. There was one. There was a fumble. There was a fumble that Isaiah, Isaiah Simmons forced. No, excuse me. Zayvon Zaven Collins, he forced the first fumble, and then the Raiders end up getting it back. And then there was the fumble, the last, the last, the last play of the game, the fumble that Isaiah Simmons forced on Hunter Renfro, and then Byron Murphy ended up scooping the ball and running it back for a touchdown. Ball game, twenty nine twenty three, Arizona Cardinals. Now it was it was it was it was a hell of a game i, I was i will say that uh, but arizona again i'm just not a fan college just got paid there has been a lot of speculation as far as his his work ethic for the arizona cardinals again we we'll, we we'll, we'll see we'll see but on the flip side the raiders um like i they I feel like back two back to back weeks they were put in some good situations for them to win the football game, and they just could not finish like this week, you had them on the ropes, you allowed them to come back in this game, pass rush there was no idea where that was, like Max crosby, Chandler Jones, they were non existent in that second half, like we couldn't they were nowhere to be found, and which led to them getting back into this game, but I'm expecting them. To go back on to the drawing board. You're now 0 two Raiders. Like, this is going to be a tough division for you to win. Like, we don't know what's going to happen with Justin 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 Herbert with the Los, with the Los Angeles Chargers. Denver is looking a little shaky too as well. I'm not impressed with Denver. I feel like they should have they should have dominated today, but somehow they was able to let the Texans linger around. Oh, are we missing? Denver. Raiders, Chiefs, Chiefs. They 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 walked away with Thursday night game. So yeah, this is a very very competitive division in the NFC. I mean excuse me, the AFC West. Gotta get something done here. Like zero and two is not where you want to be in this division because it's again like I said, it's a very very competitive division. But again, it's only week two. We still a lot of football left to be played. Uh, we will be back Wednesday. We're going to we're going to take care of that uh, that Thursday night football game. Don't forget tomorrow we got two back two games on Monday night. We got the Tennessee Titans at the Buffalo Bills. The first game at seven fifteen Eastern Time, and then you have the Minnesota Vikings at the Philadelphia Eagles at eight thirty. So two good good games. So be sure to tune into those. Like I said, we'll be back on Wednesday to cover to cover the Thursday night game before the Thursday night game comes up. Um, again, be sure to go ahead and hit that like button, subscribe button, most definitely share. Um we'll be back on Thursday. Excuse me, Wednesday. Excuse me, Wednesday. Back on Wednesday. This is the Dow for the Bay podcast. I'm up out of here, man. yep, yep,
1: yep. Ain't no fucking guess, man feel like Kyrie ain't no puppet Got the heavens, need an angle just for studying Yeah, you know it's always a vibe Once some real ones collide Gotta keep some people around who know how to survive Tustin' like a nigga just arrived Around the clock a nigga loses sense of time I done been through some shit Yeah, I been through some shit, but I can do it for what it's worth Can't show no love, but the respect do come first Can't pay no mind Look me in my eyes and you know I'm up to something Ain't no love lost, I just move how I move